This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Wrestling with pigs. Never wrestle with a pig. You both get dirty, but the pig enjoys it. 
and this is an old adage. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 26 verse 4 that, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. I repeat, Proverbs chapter 26 verse 4 says, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. At times, the best response to falsehood, slander, and cruel attacks is to ignore them, trusting our case with God. We learn this from David. After Shimei cursed, accused, and threw stones and dirt at him. This is found in 2 Samuel chapter 16, verse 5 to 14. Ellen G. White, a prolific writer, once said, False reports will circulate about us, but let us leave to God the care of our reputation. Slander can be lived down by our manner of living. It is not lived down by words of indignation. Let our great anxiety be to act in the fear of God and show by our conduct that these reports are false. Don't wrestle with your pigs. This nugget was written by Samuel Cranton Pippin and I am Belle Dollarville. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. Just feel for
Hello, lovely people. It's our daily devotional series. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own brother, George Essel. Please, you're welcome. Thank you. The good Lord has blessed us to grant us yet another wonderful and blessed day. May his name be praised. Amen. Today is Sunday, the 26th of July. Our lesson is captioned, The Exile. Let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 39, verse 5 through to 7. Isaiah 39, verse 5 through to 7. I read from the King James Version. Then said Isaiah to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days come, that all that is in thy house, and that which thy fathers have laid up in store until this day, shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, saith the Lord. And of thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Amen. Amen. And from Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. In the third year of the reign of Jehokim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with the same of the articles from the temple of God. This he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Amen. Amen. Reading these two memory verses, how are they related? The answer is simple. The first one was a prophecy. And in Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, it was fulfilled. Amen. Amen. Talking of this Daniel again, what does it tell us about Daniel's character that made him the great missionary he was? In Jerusalem, you realize that the people had all that they needed. From the time when they came to Canaan, everything that they needed to help them and to guide them in worshiping God, they were fully given to them. Be their laws, be their items, whatsoever they had it. In fact, they had a temple called Jerusalem, which was built of gold, of silver, bronze, iron, and a whole lot, but just to mention a few. Amidst that, they also had priests who were to serve during the worship. And they had Levites who were also to help out in worshiping God. That was not just all. Their systems were placed in a high order so much so that when you enter the grounds of the Israelites, you could feel that you've actually come to heaven because you could you could feel the the sense of a spirit hovering around. Now with all these, they also had times when they could talk about God's word with each other. A little history concerning these Israelites reveal that when they are young, you they be, they are being taught the Torah, that is the Pentateuch. The first five books of Moses while they are young and as they grow old they are taught matters concerning the prophets even before the other writings so by the age of 15 or say 12 an Israelite is capable of memorizing the Bible from Genesis to Malachi they had all these systems and so worshiping God to some extent wasn't so difficult for them mind you they were also enjoying their peace because they were in their own land. But when you come to that of Babylon, these people are in exile. In fact, they could form a family trying to worship God and you could just hear of sound or noise from these people who are worshipping their idols and their gods. And you see, 
Idol worship is unlike we worshiping God as Christians. With the idol worship, they'll play instruments, make a whole lot of noise, like, you get it. And so you come to realize that things were not so conducive for them. So far as Babylon was concerned, two, they didn't have anything like temple or sanctuary to worship in. And so they were devoid of being able to meet as they used to meet in Jerusalem. Three, they didn't even have a place to say we are worshiping. And so all that they, 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 they could do, in fact, the extent to which they could go was to come together as friends, pray, read their Bible, then go back. Unlike when it was while they were in Jerusalem. And these things actually did affect them. But glory be to God that amidst all these, they always managed to serve their living God. Thank you so much for this great message rendered unto us. Dear friend, the good Lord has been so good to us and he has blessed us and he's blessing us each and every blessed day. And I believe that as we continue with the good works we are doing, he is indeed going to take us through. The exile is what we just looked at. Let me make this submission about the fact that the food was not an unclean food. You see, there is this thing we say in the Akan Palance that uh, being transliterated as the things we never came to see at the kitchen of our mother or our dad, we don't take it into our mouth. It was exactly the same thing that did happen during the time of the exile. The perception that these were unclean food, that is why Daniel and Co. did not eat, is actually wrong. It wasn't as though God had said they shouldn't eat it. But that, you see, it's something new they are being introduced to. For all you know, it's not as though while they were in Jerusalem, they were just feeding on fruit. No, they were eating. Be it rice, be it banku, whatsoever it was, they were eating. And that is exactly the same thing they came to meet in Babylon. Only that they had purposed their mind that they have a God who is different from that of the Babylonians. And so anything pertaining to that of the Babylonians, somehow they were indoctrinated to think that it was idolatrous. So that probably or possibly they could be thinking that for all you know, these foods we are talking about may have gone to the shrine even before they are being saved. And thank you so much for this great message you have rendered unto us. Upon this note, please pray with us that as we have learned of the exile today, the good Lord himself strengthen us as we become like Daniel and his three friends. Gracious Lord, we want to thank you once again for yet another day. A bright morning have you made known unto us and we want to express our gratitude for that which you have done for us. We ask that just as you taught your disciples, lead us not into temptation, O God, but deliver us from evil. This day as we walk through our duties, we ask that you be with us, guide our feet to the ways of righteousness so that it will all be well with us. Help us not to forget that which we have studied. And make us not just its listeners, but its doers in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I believe that whatever we have learned here, we will put it into practice, that wherever we may find ourselves, people will indeed see the difference and say to themselves that indeed we are the true sons and daughters of the living God. So we meet same time tomorrow. Have a wonderful and blessed morning.
for any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. Welcome to AWR, Adventist World Radio, Ghana. Program is Moment of Truth. By the grace of the Almighty God, we have the opportunity once again to be blessed in His words. I want to share a message with you entitled, God's Stairway to Heaven. I'm going to take the first part 
Come with me to Genesis chapter 27. We have a subtitle, The Stolen Blessing. But let's take the key text first. In Genesis 28 verse 12, we have this. And he dreamed a dream, and beheld a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. There is more to this. Let me begin to break it down while we scroll through from chapter 27 of Genesis. You see, when Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see, he called his beloved son Esau, demanded for a meal. And when Esau went into the field to get this done, the mother Rebekah, who was listening from afar, who also loved the younger son Jacob more than Esau, took the message to Esau. This woman, Rebekah, plotted with the son Esau to take the blessing from Jacob. So in verse 11 of Genesis 27, we are told that when Rebekah suggested to Jacob to disguise himself, in order to steal the blessings of the elder brother, Jacob said to Rebekah, He said, My brother Esau is hairy, but I am not. My dear listeners, in short, Mother Rebekah connived with the son Jacob and prepared a meal for the father. And Jacob went to the father to deceive him and took off the blessings that were supposed to be given to Esau. Now, when Esau returned, after preparing his meal in haste, he came to the father, expecting to receive the blessings promised by the father. But Isaac said to him, Who are you, and what have you come to do? Then he said, I'm Esau, your son. Then Isaac said unto him, he said, someone came and have brought me food that I requested and I ate and I have just blessed him and indeed he will be blessed. Then in verse 34, something happened. When Esau heard this words of the father, he burst out with a loud and a bitter cry and said to his father, bless me. Bless me to my father. Is it only one blessing that you have? My dear listener, this is so sad. At the end of the day, the father could not bless Esau because he only had that one blessing for one son. And the son Jacob took it away. Now what happened? In verse 37, Isaac answered Esau and said, I have made him Lord over you. And have made all his relatives his servants. And I have sustained him with grain and new wine. So what can I possibly do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing? My father. Bless me too, my father. Then Esau wept aloud. His father Isaac answered him, Your dwelling will be away from the earth's riches, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword, and you will serve your brother. When you come to verse 41, Esau held grudge against Jacob, his brother, 
because of the blessings his father had given him. What did he say? He said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. So Esau became very, very angry. And therefore he decided to kill his brother. What do we learn from this? What do we learn from this? In the first place, Jacob stole from Esau twice. His birthright and now his blessings. So he was angry with him and decided to kill him. Have you stolen someone's birthright? Have you taken from somebody who does not rightfully belong to you? Are you cheating on somebody? That is why this message is coming to you now. The voice of the Lord is sounding so clear. It is time for you to set your heart and begin to do it right. It is my prayer that the Lord will bless you to have a change of heart so you don't go for what belongs to somebody. If you are hearing me now, why don't you bow your heads as I pray with you as you search your heart. My dear Father, I thank you for my listeners. I pray, Lord, that you will bless them, you forgive them if they have sinned against their fellow ones like Jacob sinned against their brother. And open avenues so they can live right to glorify your name. I thank the Lord so much for you listening to me today. And I pray that we meet another time to continue with the second part of this message. Shall we pray? Thank you, Father, for this message. I pray that you bless my listeners and make them strong to do the right always in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you, my dear listeners. You've been listening to AWR Adventist World Radio Ghana, Moment of Truth was the program. And you've been listening to Pastor Chris Kwesi Lambert. God bless you and see you another time. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. AWR Ghana Voice of Hope I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>